Do it, brah. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 155, May wow. 9th, May 9th, 2019. 55. Now, Aquaside wasn't around in 1874, but had they been, the kids could have been swimming on this day. It was 90 degrees on May 9th, 1874, and 28 degrees in 1960. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Hi. Toughest show of the week to put together. Shouldn't be. Yes, sir. It's Positive Thursday. This is the day we don't visit the failed academy. Actually, we are going to visit the academy, but in a positive way. Oh, my. And we don't visit these crackpot, uh, crackpot Marxist socialist commies running mm-hmm. for president. And uh, did you hear that Beto O'Rourke's people called the Krabby Coffee Shop and wanted to know if we would host a uh, town hall meeting there? How'd that go? We said no. No. Uh, that was we don't not visit very positive, the, uh, Joe. Pardon? That was not very positive, Joe. You're on me already, Sharon? I think she's... Uh, I haven't started the show. I'm, I'm trying to get going. Joe, hello. Hi. My name is Cheryl. Cheryl, I have I been you're... hired to be the official Positive Thursday regulation robot. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Where to begin? Because I have so much positivity. Is it oozing? I'm going to start on a sad note. Oh. Three, stu- three, three students who disarmed a gunman in a Colorado school shooting. What, what in the hell is with Denver, by the way? That's a couple yes. of schools shot up now, a movie theater. Uh, they're, I'm not liking Denver's they're vibe. They're approving shrooms now? Yeah, they're approving shrooms. I, I don't, I'm not liking Denver's vibe. They need to get their That's not very positive, up. is it? Uh, really, it's not, but you know what they say. Joe, that must have been very difficult for you. Thank you. Three students who disarmed a gunman in a Colorado school shooting leapt up to leapt up from their desk without a word and no thought for their own safety when they spotted the gun, recounted one of the young men. They slammed the teenager, their own classmate, against the wall and struggled with him when shots rang out. Kendrick Castillo, who led the charge, slumped to the ground. His close friend, Brendan Bialy, wrestled the gun away and called out to Castillo. There was no response. Bialy told a room full of reporters, Oh, Wednesday, as he recalled what happened. Kendrick went out as a hero, Bialy said. He was a foot away from the shooter. Instead of running in the opposite direction, he ran toward it. These were the first responders. These kids. Yep. Authorities say the actions of Castillo, Bialy, and Joshua Jones minimized the bloodshed from Tuesday's attack at the school south of Denver that wounded eight, along with killing the 18-year-old Castillo. The injured included Jones, who was shot twice. Well, maybe the positivity here is these kids were still thinking as extremely strong individuals. They they have they have they had not bought into apparently the uh, the herd mentality of of shelter in place. Yeah, or get out. whatever, whatever. And again, I, I I can't sit here as the mayor and advocate that students place themselves in harm's way. But the positivity to me seems to be that here you had a young kid, this Castillo kid, who uh, he did the right thing. Yeah. 
You know what he had? He had fantastic instincts. I mean, he just had great instincts. And he had a great big set on him, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were, he, he had to bring him to school in a wheelbarrow every day. Oh, yeah. yeah he just, I, I, I lost that for a 900 talk. And did I, um, did I read to him, and forgive me if you mentioned this already, he was going to be a Marine? Was that? That, that the, was a different child. That, that was, was a different uh, child. That was okay, not I'm Castillo. Sorry. That was the, uh, the third. The first, Castillo was shot and he died. The second first responder was shot twice but survived. Got it. The third guy was uh, going to be a Marine, but he was right there with him. He did not yeah. sustain any injuries. I Nothing was... uh, positive can be said about the shooter who uh, all, all, all the image of him alerts me to was extremely horrible parenting. Um, uh, if my kid's got half black hair and half pink hair, I'm getting to the bottom of it. And I, don't give me your euphorian. This isn't very whoa, positive. Whoa, whoa, slow I don't want to hear any euphorian BS about I'm being judgmental based on hair. Yeah, the hell I'm not. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be. You kidding me, you little. But it, you know what it is? It, it shows to me that there was a, a lack of or an absence of parenting. And that's, a that's big, what I'm saying. That's a massive problem in our country right now. We have too many parents that aren't all that interested in be, being one. Well, the positive on that is that kid, Castillo, God bless you. Uh, it's a shame you had to lose your life to that devil. That was. Very- but how many did he save? Uh, classroom full. You know, yeah. what's wrong with these? What is? Well, well we, have, we have a decline of moral and ethical integrity. We're driftless. I saw the father or drifting or something. Castillo's dad interviewed and, and he was, you know, he was in rough shape, but he said, um, Yes, it was an exchange. You know, it's too bad that he had to give his life to save these people, but I believe he said that's what he would do if if, if that ever happened. He said, I'm going after the whoever the shooter is, and uh, it's no consolation. But that's what's going to have to happen. The kids are going to finally go, I'm not going to run or turn my back, charge mm-hmm. them. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I would do or advise in that situation because you'd want somebody to survive. But... He's a hero, and he should be. There's a, a movement on Facebook that has his picture that says "Celebrate Castillo." Yes, and yes. don't even mention don't even mention the other kid. Uh, I don't even know the other kid, the pink-haired kid's name. I don't, I don't even, even, even give a bleep about right. him. Rotten hell, you word I can't say. But uh, now, but this, we're going to get the cliche, the behind the scenes. Uh, he liked to play video games, or he came from a divorced. Uh, parent, you know, I don't know what this, but it's going to be the cliche. Uh, maybe he had. I mean, everybody's going to say mental ill. Mm-hmm. If you do that, yes, you're not of your right mind. I don't know what the answers are, but we can't just hide behind. He had a rough upbringing, or he went off the beaten path because he played uh, too many. Grand and the Theft problem Auto. that I always have with stories like this, and unfortunately, it's it's too frequently, but it immediately becomes politicized. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, the dust doesn't even settle. Well, that was another positivity. When the politician showed up at this STEM school, mm-hmm. science, technology, engineering, engineering, and math, yep. uh, the politician showed up, immediately began preaching gun control, and half these kids walked out. They said, don't come here come and on. give us this yeah, BS. Stop it. Well, that's the other thing, it, Yeah, because right, they were saying uh, mental illness or, or whatever it was, and it started to really get politicized, and one of the uh, keynote speakers there said, no, let's... Let's right now mourn the loss that we have, and let's come together and figure this out without being so polarized. I got a note from, uh, well, he doesn't want me to use his name. He calls himself the chief. He is serving us. Mm -hmm. He's in the armed forces. 
Uh, Mayor, since the Army thinks I'm most useful at places other than home, I had to miss last year's opener, Jimmy Allen at the fair, and the Christmas sing-along at Summit. Sounds like this Friday scramble at Grundhoffers is going to be some grade-A tomfoolery, and we're sad to miss it. But over here, we find solace knowing that back home in GL, you'll be smoking stogies, grilling brats, and enjoying the suds. That's why we do what we do. We live just down the road from the Minnesotan. Uh, so after the meat gauntlet and some cold ones at the scramble, don't be surprised if my wife steals your e-bike <laughs> in need of a safe and <clears throat> assisted ride home. <laughs> and uh, he's talking about an e-bike, of course. The Bentelli e-bike sold at EcoFun, which is in downtown Forest Lake. EcoFun is really a neat store. They specialize in quality, affordable scooters, mopeds, youth ATVs, youth snowmobiles, ATVs, but most crucially, those Bentelli e-bikes. They're electric bikes ripped with gadgetry and technology. They're perfect when you uh, get to be my age and your knees go out, but you still want to ride a bike. They have a 20-mile range Woo. and five assist levels. So if you're at assist level one, you're doing 80% of the work. Okay. By the time you get up to five, you're sitting there like the Wicked Witch of the North. Sailing along, and people think you're actually riding the bike. It's in fun. They're really incredible. They're very fun. No store in Minnesota offers an on-the-floor display of electrical bikes. I'm sorry, electric bikes that compares to what you will see at EcoFun, and you're not going to pay crazy prices. This is a family-owned operation. Uh, it's fantastic. They're just uh, in right. You can't miss them. They're in downtown Forest Lake, almost on the water. And you can also find them at uh, EcoFunMotorsports.com. I think we'll be looking forward to seeing some of the EcoFun people tomorrow at Grundhawk. I'm, really looking, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More uh, on that later in Positive Theories. Oh, okay, sweet. good. You uh, just keep the positive coming, huh? All right. Here's that today's was very brief. positive, Joe. Thank oh. you. Hey, introduce yourself. Joe. Yes. My name is Frank. Thank I you. fill in for Cheryl occasionally on Positive Thursday. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, Mayor, here's today's ray of hope. Uh, I am over the moon on this. Uh, Rook, find the ray of hope uh, sounder. Okay. Now, I'm just one of the guy. And Friday was favorite oldest granddaughter's second grade spring concert. And I got to go to it, of course. Kind of looking forward to it about the same as my next prostate exam because I figure I'm going to hear songs about how we're killing our mother, the earth. Yeah. So imagine my surprise when the assembly starts and the audience being asked to stand while the kids sing the national anthem. Wow. Followed with them singing the preamble to the Constitution and then a song about being champions with honor, integrity, and principle. Then a couple of the kids gave a little speech on George Washington and the Constitution. Followed up with a song about George Washington and then one about Abe Lincoln, praising them both for how hard their tasks were and what they accomplished. And we got flag balloons going and red and white and blue scarves, mm. the whole deal. A couple of, couple of cute ones followed Do Re Mi. I mean, heck, they are in second grade after all. But my hat's completely off in respect to the Afton Lakeland Elementary in Afton, the teacher, staff, and administration. Sincerely, Tim uh, Mornard in Cottage Grove. Here's today's ray of hope. Isn't that a positive ray of hope? I'll say. That's pushback, and that's positive. But how sad is that statement, that that is perceived as pushback? Isn't that something? Yes. Yeah, it really is. We, I we, mean, it's great. I'm glad that they expected. did it, but it's that's that's how sad it has become, that that's perceived as pushback. Uh, Josh writes, with Positive Thursday making a big comeback, I have to ask that you please dig up the Positive Thursday sounders you, Rookie, and Johnny Height did a few years ago. They were the three or four short clips you guys put together, and they were very amusing. Appreciate you guys. I think you have found a nice production layout for the show over the last few months. Thank you. Is he referring to uh, 
Frank and Sharon. Or Joe, Frank. tell those two children to please stop blurting on the air. I think that's what he's referring to, isn't he? I, I think so. I don't think we had specific sounders. No, no, we didn't. We just said we had little uh, chirps, I'd call them. I mean, like, you know. What was the Kenny one? The Kenny one is one of my favorites. Well, the first Kenny one was. Joe, Kenny told me to download Fifty Shades of Gay. I, but it was gray, so ah, it was gray. something in the, uh, in the, trans, in the yeah, translation. Yeah, yeah. Rick from San Diego writes, uh, thanks for your sensible approach to, glo- to global warming. Take a look at this document that shows the cyclical nature of the Great Lake water levels and compare it to the uh, nonsense spewed by the University of Michigan associate prof on the Monday, May 8th podcast. I believe that was... That was yesterday's podcast, right? Correct. Yeah, Wednesday's May 8th podcast. For example, uh, Gronowald mentioned the rate of change between low to high water marks has never been experienced. Not so. And he sent me a great document uh, that I'm going to keep from the Army Corps of Engineers. Okay. Yeah, here's the other Kenny one, by the way. Joe. When Kenny speaks, I can hear radio dials changing channels all over the Twin I can't Cities. Too. I can't, too. He's not here today, I, so I, that's positive. I, I can't, too. It's He's a, not here today, it, so that a, was yeah. very positive, Joe. By the way, how about that gigantic can of Chef Boyardee? Yeah. Where do you deliver get it? Sam's him? Club? Where do you go? Restaurants? Uh, like a Costco or something yes. like that? <laughs> Say hello to the gas man while you're out there. Uh, Mike writes... Don't know if this is a million-dollar idea or not, but has anyone ever thought about creating a GarageLogic sounder app for cell phones? I know I would pay good money to hear, you can keep that running, baby, coming from my phone when I get notifications. Don't know what the legalities are, but if you can make it work, I bet every GLer out there would want one. Just a you thought. You can leave that running, baby. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be a great sound? Let's get apps for the phone. What's, I want them right now. Right now? Today. Okay. How about go take your phone right now. And while you're listening to this, where's put it up my, to your uh, put it up my, to your speaker, and yeah. then go hit record. You can leave that running, baby. And now you have it. You can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> Are you being serious? Well, you can record it on your own, but right. I'm but, sure then you, but how do you uh, how do you arrange your phone so that it goes off automatically? You Hold could on, make as that, we head to technology corner. You could make that your ringtone. I'd, I'd make this too. The Earth is not your mother. Wouldn't that be good to hear? I think that would be a very good one. And to then hear. you're in a bar or restaurant or something, and you you mm-hmm. hear that, and you know you know it's a GLer, right? Right. Uh, what else could be good for that? Uh, um, word to your mother, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe because Mother's Day. Sure. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? So you could do that, or you could do this, and you'd know that there were some right. people in right. need of a scan right. in the room. Are you kidding me? Didn't you know? I said that already. You know. I think another good one would be, uh, I'll show you what I think, just a minute, it's hard with this button bar, yep. uh, I would have this. Oh, for sure. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or this. Right now, my priority is kickball. Oh, we haven't heard that one for a while, have we? <laughs> Why don't we take a short time out? I think that's a positive that we haven't heard that one. Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But, of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. 
Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute review at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. is what I am discussing. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Word. Everybody seems to be coming through for this big event at Grunhofer's uh, tomorrow, Friday, May 10th. Uh, RF Moeller Jeweler, $250 gift certificate. Woo! Huh? Yes. Mother's Day is Sunday. Get to RF Moeller Jeweler. There's three stores. You will not be disappointed. 50th in France in Edina. Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis, or online at rfmolar.com. Who are you people kidding? you got to get the mother something that lasts longer than a brunch. You can't get her a, a leaf blower. you got to get mom something that lasts longer than a bouquet of flowers. When you're in an RF Molar jeweler store, you're buying for your family's history. You're buying for heritage. You're right. You're buying heirlooms. Every time she looks at maybe that that uh, charm bracelet, maybe mm-hmm. that ring, maybe puts those earrings on, she's going to think of you, and she's going to think of how thoughtful you were. They'll also take care of everything you need for repair. Your heirlooms can be brought in for repair. They, they've got the right people on staff, six goldsmiths, uh, Rolex train watchmakers. Here's the best part. Your jewelry never leaves the Moeller store. And if you mention you heard this on the GL podcast, Molars will replace your watch battery at no charge. Don't bring in your key fob. I got a little in over my head on that one. Don't bring in your lawn tractor battery, okay? (laughs) RF Molar Jeweler, a great website, rfmolar.com. But this is your Mother's Day headquarters. The gift wrapping, the personal attention that you'll get is absolutely extraordinary. And uh, thank you to RF Molar for participating tomorrow with a $250 gift certificate at Grundhoffers, mm-hmm. Old Fashioned Meats in uh, Hugo. Uh, Joshua writes, I enjoyed your discussion on how the reporter from Baltimore was fired for her question. I think you got close to the answer, but stopped just short. Instead of highlighting the past three mayors, I would suggest asking, in recent history, we have had mayors resign or be embroiled in controversy. What changes do Baltimoreans need to make in selecting and holding accountable our elected officials? I believe this verbiage solves the issue. If you are accused of highlighting race or gender, it opens a dialogue to expose Mysterians in their agenda. Just my two cents, Josh. He's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. The ways that I was being crude with it, and I said, we've had BS mayors here. You know, that's not going to do it. But leadership has nothing to do with gender or ethnicity. Correct. So I can uh, I can see that it's incumbent upon people like this fired news anchor to to think through how she's going to address the failure of three consecutive mayors who happen to all be black American females. That they're black and female has nothing to do with the fact that they failed. They're just lousy mayors. Right. So, but you you can't say that. You can't say 
we have three lousy black female mayors because black and female has nothing to do with it. You just have to say, we've had really three bad mayors here. What do we do to hold our elected officials more accountable? Mm -hmm. And that would have solved it. That's positive. Okay. okay. Do you think that is safe? Do you think that would be, or or it would be twisted around somehow down the road? it, It might be, but it would be hard to challenge that verbiage because there's nothing in it that suggests uh, gender or ethnicity. Okay. So you'd be, you, you, yeah, you'll get Mysterians going up against it, but, but what, what the hell? What could happen, though, is that accused uh, mayor saying, are you saying that because we are black? Well, that and might happen, turns into, but, but you can say, no, look at the question I just asked you. What did I say about black people? I said we have three consecutive bad mayors. What do we do to improve this? I hope that stands. Mike writes, with a positive thir- what a positive Thursday it is today. Here's my observation. Mm-hmm. A mere one million positive Thursdays ago, Duluth was covered by a massive ice sheet over a mile thick, and you could barely even ride a bicycle around there. And today, on May 9, 2019, a mere six weeks before summer begins, that giant ice sheet has been reduced from that mile thick of ice to a mere eight inches of snow. And you can now ride a bicycle around there. Well, you can if it's one of those fat tire deals, uh, or if it has the electric cyst thing from EcoFun Motorsports. But you get my point. Positive Thursday. And in keeping with that positivity... Right. Uh... Just a minute. That was very, very positive, Joe. Thank you. I'm going to fire you. Is that positive? (laughs) It's not easy being the mayor, is it, Joe? No, no, not when I'm dealing with artificial intelligence like you, Cheryl. You are an iconic figure in American journalism. I don't think you can use the word iconic. I'm sorry. That's foghornable. Watch it. Duluth breaks 100-plus year record with the May 8th snowfall. That's huh. positive. It's a record. I love new records. It's a good record. Right. If you live there, it's not. The don't. best was I saw there was a photo online of a guy north of Duluth, and he's doing the snow angel, and oh, he's yeah. wearing you know uh, swimming trunks and a tank top. <laughs> Flip-flop. <laughs> right. On Wednesday, wet snow piled up in parts of Minnesota, especially Duluth. In fact, Duluth broke its snowfall record for a single day in May with 10.6 oh, inches of snow. God. The previous record for Duluth was 5.5 inches on May 10th, 1902. That's a 117-year-old record broken. Woo! In fact, not only was 10.6 inches the biggest May snowstorm on record in Duluth, it's one of the biggest snowstorms Minnesota has ever recorded in the month of May. Isn't that something? That's wonderful. That's positive. Wonderful. And and, uh, you know what it'll be due to, but we don't talk about climate change today. What's that? Well, they'll they'll say that's the result of climate change. Garage logic is on point in 2015. Well, this is this is 2019. Oh, you got to get on that, okay? Garage logic is on point in 2015. No, it's must be a malfunction here. 2019. Garage logic is on point in 2015. No, 2019. What is hit the refresh button? Garage logic is on point in 2015. Thank you. I got to reset it. I think so. Where's the push push pin thing? That's well, we got. Ma- that's we on point was map four over. years ago already. Yeah, but that's what the problem was. The, I think the the map screwed up because it started. Please try no, again. No, 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 no. They're all set. I'm listening. activated. I'm, li- I'm listening from Sofia, Bulgaria. Sofia. Yes, he's a. Uh, is this David? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he's a frequent emailer. No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to your email. You were looking down at the email. I said. I'm listening. 
I said, I'm listening from Sofia, Bulgaria. I am sorry, that did not register. Sofia, Bulgaria. Please enter your current listening location. I just said. Please try. Sofia. Please try again. Sofia. Please try again. Sofia. Thanks. Now go screw yourself. Oh, thank you. Jeez. They're all set. That's not Bush been activated. Thank you, Laura. It got activated. Was that uh, the I'm out? Was that Detroit Don? The Uh, guy wearing the big giant? Just got ejected. (laughs) From game 124 or five in a row. Uh-huh. This was positive. For standing and cheering at the end of the third quarter <laughs> while we're on defense. That's what just happened. That's what just happened at Ford Field to this, this guy, guy and to this guy. guy. <laughs> Ejected. Ejected. For standing up and freaking cheering. On defense! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know if I can come back to this dump uh-huh. that you call four field. Four? Ain't been ejected, ain't had an incident in 120 some odd games with it under my skin. How many Bud Lights is this guy consume? Who's sitting there now? Super fan of Detroit Don, and this is how I get taken care of while we're 0 5? <laughs> we're in the middle of a divisional game <laughs> against the Chicago Bears? Oh my god. And I get thrown out for standing and cheering on defense. <laughs> I'm out. See you later. He is out. Forget it. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't he it be? Had the seats are remembered tattooed right. on his arm. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great though if that kind of if people had that kind of passion for just their work? This yes. is this is a a, a, a nothing NFL regular a season game. Regular right. season game for the Lions. But they were on D though. I they mean, you got to give them that. Yeah, well, they, plus it was a up. divisional game. It was a divisional game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Alan Fram writes, Hail the Flashlight King. A couple of days ago, Kenny was wondering how he would pick up his Chef Boyardee cans without bags. Two words, cargo pants. See you Friday, Alan Fram in Moundsview. Cargo pants. <laughs> uh, remember we were talking about the bags in, in Aruba? They, uh, they don't uh, allow uh, single-use bags? Yeah. Joe, I heard your story regarding the grocery bag ban in Aruba. It's true that bags are not available at the stores and you must bring your own. I was there back in March, and they were handing out reusable bags as fast as they could to travelers arriving at the airport. How many of those reusable bags are utilized by tourists for a few days or maybe a week and then discarded? Also, we boated past the Aruban landfill a couple of times during the week, and there was a perpetual fire that spewed awful plumes of black smoke Uh. because they simply burned their garbage. Keep pushing back, longtime listener Bob. How do they get away with it? Not to mention... Would this this wouldn't be very positive? But, careful, careful. Well, but I mean, what 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 kind of bacteria would those bags oh, be? No, would, no, would, no. From from being used by strangers handing them off to strangers, right? You know, I'm I no no whale will die on my watch due to plastic, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm I, not. I don't know if I want your used cloth bag. Here he comes again on his scooter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. It's just not. It's not good. Stay out of this. Matthew. Okay, okay. wow. Thank I think you. we're back to normal. Uh, Bob Wolf writes, uh, AOC, uh, Alexandria, occasional...
Cortex, 10 years ago, idolized Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian. She wants to maximize social media hits as her personal badge of honor. I wouldn't doubt a sex tape after she doesn't get reelected. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh. Huh? Is that positive? I don't think that's... Well, here's uh, the positive part. Here's how it starts. After she doesn't get reelected. I know how the tape will start. Here comes the repairman to fix the garbage disposal. She's like, well, I don't know where it is. Can you help me find it? Can't get more positive than this. No. That was very positive, Joe. From Tim. According to a story in yesterday's May 8 Wall Street Journal... Chick-fil-A is poised to become the third largest fast food chain in America, behind only McDonald's and Starbucks. Wow. This is even more impressive because Chick-fil-A is open only six days a week, while all of its competitors are open seven days a week. The people of America have spoken loudly and clearly, and they have pushed back against the ridiculous boycotts from the failed academy and the supercilious writers at the New Yorker magazine. Isn't that positive? That is very positive. I I need a sounder for that. That's That's almost worth it. You need this. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, that's a really good catch. They're only open six days a week. Six days a week, which is still one of my favorite. How many Chick Fil A's? Wait a minute. I bet they're closed on every holiday as well. I think they. And McDonald's would be open twenty four seven, or or three sixty five. I would imagine, maybe not for Christmas. Yeah. How many Chick Fil A's are there in the Twin Cities? Uh... There's one on Robert that recently opened up. There's I, one at the airport. I got one by me that just opened in Chanhassen. That's three. Isn't there one at the U of M campus? There's one on the campus That's of four. I think there's also one in, is it Plymouth or Well, Rook, I know what I would be doing if I were you. Going to Chick-fil-A, but not on Sunday. No, not on oh. Sunday. Not on Sunday. That's Chick- still one of my favorite early stages of 1500 ESPN. Remember that? When Pelissero and Mackey were down covering the Twins. And they sat in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru the Sunday morning oh, trying to yes, get food yes. for 15 minutes going, why is no one answering? Why is it, Why do we get right in? <laughs> well, they sat in the drive-thru. At the drive-thru. <laughs> and they, were, they were wondering why nobody was answering. That reminds me of a Positive Thursday story <laughs> I didn't print because it was in the Daily Mail. Okay. And it would have printed 60 pages. Uh, a, a climate change activist, a professor at some college in the U.K., intended to glue himself to the doors of his local city council office. Oh, no. But every time he approached the door, he was going to glue himself to the door. <laughs> but every time he approached the door, the automatic sensors kept opening the door. <laughs> so the guy, so the guy he, he, he must have tried it six or seven times, and he just was... <laughs> He was as dumb looking as AOC because he couldn't get himself glued to the door because the door kept opening. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh. He, and then do you think I'm picturing it too? He's like, well, I got I to time it, so I got to get a good he, run he at it. He did try it. I saw the video. He oh. tried to time it, but he couldn't He couldn't capture the door because it was on, a, oh. on an automatic sensor system. Oh, God, I love, Isn't I that love wonderful? dummies. Isn't that wonderful? By the way, 19 Chick-fil-A's in Minnesota. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, you got your work cut out for you. I'll tell you right now. You got to try every one, don't you? Word. <laughs> Remember when Kenny kept eating them when they brought a bunch of stuff in for us? And he yes. was just eating... The patty, or the breaded patty, not the bun. Right, because he didn't want to fill up. And he looks at me and goes, we got a bad situation over here. <laughs> he ate about a dozen You're of them. You're supposed to maybe eat two at a time. Sure. That's- Kelly in Newport, 
North Carolina writes, I really wish I could join you Friday and try one of Grunhofer's 100-plus flavors of bratwurst, but seeing as how I live in North Carolina, that's not going to happen. If you have any leftover XL shirts and you want to mail one my way, I would be much obliged. Good luck. Mr. Kelly Mickelson, Newport, North Carolina. I'm going to make sure to include the Mr. prefix so that I always avoid being called a girl on the podcast. I think I've been guilty of that. Hmm. I, I, for some reason, thought Kelly was a, was a gal, but Kelly's a guy, Kelly. Okay. Yeah. And he's talking about Grunhoffers. Mm-hmm. 130 plus. It's the broad capital of the United States. Who are we kidding? There, There isn't another place like it in the country. Preparations are being made right now. We'll be there tomorrow. Mm. Uh, people are putting together their uh, brat brackets for grilling this summer season. Summer still six weeks away. The grilling season just getting underway. But I'm talking about uh, old-fashioned meat market. This isn't the stuff trucked in here in a semi and thrown into the grocery store cooler. This is You can see them making it in the back room. Yes. It's got windows. And he's full-service old-fashioned, so yes, they have the rookie patties there. But if you want to create your own mix mm-hmm. or just get regular ground beef for tacos, you can do that. Don't forget about the chicken sticks. No, I've never had about, a chicken stick. How about steaks, chops, pork shoulders, thick-cut bacon? Any yes. way you want your bacon cut. Custom. Custom is what I want it cut. They're professional meat cutters. Plus, they'll tell you how to prepare it if you're not sure. If you're a rookie, ask them. Double smoked hams. Grunhoffersmeatmarket.com. We'll see you out there tomorrow. Noon to two. We should make mention again because a few people have been emailing in. Listeners are being asked to park at the Church of St. Genevieve and ride the free shuttle that Spencer from Grunhoffers is providing. It's less than a mile away to Grunhoffers. Park at the church. Take the shuttle. The shuttle will run from 10 a.m. tomorrow morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. There's going to be bleachers uh, on site for people to sit and listen to the show. Listeners can also bring their own chairs. We have a lot of giveaways, too. A $50 gift card to Grunhoffers, a $75 gift card to the Minnesotan, $250 from both Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores and our buddies at RF Moeller Jeweler, and two pair of lower-level Twins tickets for Saturday's game versus the Detroit Tigers and, wow. And we have GL merchandise. And you're forgetting something terribly crucial. Two oh, BTS. beautiful two yes. beautiful sports oh, yeah. uh, framed pit one's Mauer and one's Anthony Barr from big time sports auctions. This is going to be quite the festive occasion. Can we Facebook live this tomorrow? We are. Uh, I we have staff that's going to oh, be good. on site Facebook living the event for us. Oh good. So okay, for Kelly. For those people that can't make it. Kelly yeah. down in uh Myrtle Beach or where was Kelly? Kelly in uh, Newport Beach, North Carolina. Okay, go Facebook live. Follow Garage Logic on Facebook. Yeah, and if you haven't done so already, make sure you like the Garage Logic Facebook page and then it will automatically just show up oh, in your Facebook feed. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. We got it set. Technology we're set here. This is positive. Newport, North Carolina. Kelly Mickelson. Kelly, watch us live tomorrow on Facebook. Firearm aficionados, remember this name, DKMags.com. It's Kenny here, and DKMags.com is the only gun shop I go to in the Twin Cities. DK Mags is located in New Brighton. They have a full selection of everything and a website that's absolutely amazing and an excellent gunsmith. But it's the friendly customer service and vast knowledge without all the attitude that really hooked me. It really doesn't matter if you're a lady looking for your first firearm or just a fella looking for a new toy or information. You will leave DK Mags happy and satisfied. Try out my favorite gun shop, DKMags.com. Latte Schmate.
Here's Joe Suchere. You want to hear something so neat it's positive? Bring it. I got this from uh, a frequent emailer named Phil Johnson. Hours after Pearl Harbor was bombed on December 7, 1941, the Secret Service found themselves in a bind. President Franklin D. Roosevelt was to give his Day of Infamy speech to Congress on Monday, and although the trip from the White House to Capitol Hill was short, agents weren't sure how to transport him safely. At the time, federal law prohibited buying any cars that cost more than 750 bucks, so they would have to get clearance from Congress to do that, and nobody had time. Let me stop right there. This country used to be so sane that the federal government was prohibited from spending more than $750 for a car. That's not happening any longer. My God. One of the secrets. That was positive. That, at, at one time, Back this country. Back in 1941, country. yeah. <laughs> yes. One of the Secret Service members, however, discovered that the U.S. Treasury had seized the bulletproof car that mobster Al Capone owned when he was sent to jail in 1931. They cleaned it, made sure it was running perfectly, and had it ready for the president the next day. It was Al Capone's 1928 Cadillac V8 town sedan. It became the president's limo in December of 1941. Look at this thing. Mechanics are said to have cleaned and checked each feature of the caddy well into the night of December 7 to make sure it would run properly the next day for the commander-in-chief. And run properly it did. It had been painted black and green to look identical to Chicago's police cars at the time. To top it off, the gangster's 1928 Cadillac town sedan had 3,000 pounds of armor and inch-thick bulletproof windows. I'm pulling it up here on in color. Isn't it something? That's really cool. It also had a specially installed siren and flashing lights hidden behind the grill along with a police scanner radio. Well, this was so Al could speed around town and people would think he was a cop. Right. Right? Look at the instrument panel on this baby. Oh, my word. Is this a neat car? Oh. Previous owner was Al Capone. The car sold at auction in the year 2012 for 341 grand. And that became FDR's car. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't I love that it. something? Isn't that Isn't something? This, you know, this country. This used to be one hell of a country. Yeah, this really, this, uh, it rocks. It still rocks. We just need to get back on track. I told you before. What invention, what invention significantly increased the size and activity of government? I've told you this one before. Uh, wait now, let me think. Whenever you let get down in the dumps, you can blame this product, this invention, for in, in great measure for what has happened to this once very sane country. The cell phone. Nope. Even before that. Nope. The, the automobile. Phone. Nope. Mm. Come on, I've told you guys this story before. The buffet. Think of where... <laughs> think of where... Uh, Think of where uh, Washington is located, uh, kind of in the swampy bottom ground there. Oh, let's see. Swamp, uh, uh. Air conditioning. Oh. Uh, air conditioning. Yeah, air conditioning. Once air conditioning got installed out there, those freeloaders started hanging around all year long. You see? Mm-hmm. You know what else changed uh, the way we consume? And it was right here in Minnesota, consume food and things. Thermal King, refrigerated trailers okay. were invented right here in Minnesota. I'm, I, I'm not shocked that you would know that. Yeah. It's food-based. It's food-based, but it was it changed 
In uh, fact, didn't Thermal King also had a, a sister company that provided sofas, did they not? I don't know if, if they had a, a sofa company where it was the um, the Sofa King. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I think I've paused enough in between those two to, to say that on the air. You know what we just installed in the Krabby Coffee Shop? What's that? Air uh, conditioning. Very handsome oil portraits of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. Oh, nice. my. Where'd you mm-hmm. get those? Mm-hmm. I found them in an estate sale. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to be putting up portraits of any of the endangered saintly fathers of this country as they come under attack by deranged college students in the failed academy. What if somebody complains that they're offended by a portrait of... Get out. That they don't go to the Krabby Coffee okay. Shop. They're, okay. they're, they're they, banned. They're, they're banned. Banned. That's, they're, and I no, think they're that's not positive. banned. They just, you know, you just slide over. We're closed when they come up. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to visit the academy. All right. Yeah, this is positive. Wait, why don't you guys try me first? It's your task to stump me. I see. Okay. Yeah, Reavers, you go first. All right. Give me one second while I pull this up. I know this was discussed off the air, but this was not discussed on the show. All right? I, I, I'm blind to what you're discussing. Who's all, we're, we're fans of the Minnesota Twins, the best record in Major League Baseball. They're hot. Their sweep positive, of the Toronto Blue Jays. I item about that. <clears throat> well, this is from uh, Betsy Hellfan, I believe her name is, from the Pioneer Press. <clears throat> The Twins signed Nelson Cruz near the turn of the new year. Around that time, Cruz was at dinner at the J.W. Marriott Minneapolis Mall of America with his agent uh, and Twins front office members when an important thought came to mind. Basically, I said, do we have a nap room, Cruz said. That was my question. The answer, no, but we can make one, Cruz recalled the Twins telling him. Across the hall from the Twins clubhouse and through the family waiting area, the Twins now have themselves a nap room. They have converted a former storage room for this purpose in the small room. There is one queen-size Tempur-Pedic memory foam cooling mattress along with a full-size extra-long bunk bed with He's a twin extra-long on top and not much else. Can't twist this. The Twins have a nap room, Mr. Mayor. You cannot. You And you can't dispute the results. They have the best record in Major League Baseball, and it's largely due, I bet, to the nap room. Yeah, spin this. You can't. I'm sorry that I don't want you to fail. I like you to be challenged, but I don't think you can spin this into any any positive status. You mean to tell me? Check this out. That is, was it a condition of his signing his contract that he had to have a nap room? That I can't be. confirm or deny, but I can say that uh, according to Betsy's uh, piece in your newspaper that that question was asked in that meeting when he signed his contract. Um, <laughs> give it a shot here, bro. Um, here, let me let me throw a few quotes at you. It keeps you more alert. Anything you can do to perform better, you do it, Cruz said. You'll be able to react better. So definitely that's a plus for a hitter. Falvey called Cruz as routine-oriented as any player he has ever been around. Including having to take a nap. As, as part of his routine. And for Cruz, getting in that pregame nap is an integral part of that routine. It's hard to be positive on a day like today, isn't it, Joe? Yes, Cheryl. That's some really tough news. <laughs> I, uh, How are you going to change that, bro? I'm defeated. <laughs> I have no, that took you down. I have no way to... Yes! I have no way to... Uh, I finally got him! I have no way to make that positive. <laughs> I feel 
I know we're supposed to be positive, but I feel sad about that. May I, may I, may I offer you the other side of that? I'm watching Colorado at uh, San Jose. At San Jose last night. Who's the who's the who's the superstar Colorado forward? Oh, Nathan sure. McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon. I swear to God, having been through it myself, he separated his shoulder in the first period. He went into the boards, and his right shoulder took the entire mm. impact. And he and he came up in the classic pose of someone who has separated their shoulder, where his right was, arm yep. was completely drooping. And he was grimacing in extraordinary pain. It was all he could do to make it off the ice, go down the runway. When he, he played again in the second period. Say, when did he come back out? If that was Nelson Cruz, <laughs> he'd be retired today. Wow. Now, I tried to find out, and I couldn't. In fact, Rook, will you try to find out, please? Uh Nathan McKinnon injury, uh, uh, Sharks Avs game, and I don't know that he separated his shoulder, but it sure as hell looked like it. I didn't see this, but I heard there was a San Jose player who had staples in his head, and he also came back and played in that game. Now, okay, they're calling it a shoulder sprain. Okay, they're calling it a shoulder sprain. Uh, knowing what that feels like. I cannot possibly imagine that he could come out and skate again. Oh, and not to mention take another hit because that's all you're doing when you're on the ice is getting bumped around. Then shoulder sprain. Okay, you got me going again now thinking about this. In the uh, uh, who did the uh, who did the Bruin beat? The Bruin beat. Bruin beat the, the Columbus. Ca- the Columbus. That's Bruin right. beat the Columbus, and uh, the Bruin has a player named McAvoy. Mm-hmm. And he headhunted a guy from uh, the the jacket. Mm-hmm. I think Larson. It was a name like Larson or Nelson. And he went down face first on the ice because McAvoy caught him with his elbow, took his elbow to uh, Larson's head. Okay, right? bad. And only got a two-minute penalty, by the way. He only didn't get got a five-minute major? Only got a two-minute. double minor? Nope, only got a two-minute penalty. That was game seven. After the, it, I I specifically kept watching for the to, to watch the handshake yep. when McAvoy because Carlson he returned to play, yeah. What despite what had to be a concussion, so I'm watching the handshake line and here here comes McAvoy and and uh, I think it was Larson Carlson, uh, and they're giving each other the pats on the chest and you could hear you could see you could lip read McAvoy saying sorry man you know I didn't mean to and the, and the, and the, and the and the blue jacket guy smiling is kind of saying ah, don't worry about it and at that point you hear doc emery say this is why i love this game <laughs> it was just amazing wow. just amazing so i'm wondering back to the uh, the nap room story um, that defeated I you can't on make it. I'm defeated i'm defeated i'm wondering you know is that available to perhaps twins press uh, right. If, like if I'm Patrick, a, I need a place to lie down. We have Patrick joining us today. Live. I had a call search today, but I need a place to lay down while I'm uh, calling. Where's the nap room? I'm up the pillow here. Got got a nap. Nap. They got a Mister My Pillow in the nap room. Let's let's take a nap. <laughs> when is Pat joining us live? Uh, hey, just... I said you got to move over. It's my turn. Otherwise, uh, I'm gonna, I, I snore. So I <laughs> Oh, my God. I need to be on the side with the plug. i got to charge my phone. Oh, God. 
Did you guys look at the temperature for tomorrow at Grunhoffers? 62. And how about the temperature over the weekend? Uh, 65 on Saturday and 67 on Sunday, I believe. Well, then it's... Uh, it's going to be a gorgeous weekend. It's going to be a great time for motorcycling. I'll say. And here's the best part about this delayed spring. If you're a motorcyclist, you've had plenty of time to get in touch with DennisKirk.com. More than 160,000 parts in stock for you and your bike. Doesn't make any difference what kind of bike you ride. $89 order ship free. You order by 8 o'clock today, you'll get the part tomorrow. And uh, they pay return shipping on helmet and apparel products. You Mm. bring home a helmet, and she comes out in the garage and FFLFs you. Right. Okay, you put your tail between your legs and you send it back. But DennisKirk.com picks up the tab for that. And... uh, no excuse this year. We've had a lot. We've had a good six weeks now to get our bikes ready mm-hmm. because it's just not comfortable to go out there yet, but it's going to be this weekend. And uh, I Saturday highly, might be a little bit rainy, but the next week, I don't see any rain. Now we're forecast. heading into the 70s finally, I think. Yep. Uh, a great time to get a hold of DennisKirk.com, Minnesota's own DennisKirk.com. Have you noticed the consolidation happening to commercial insurance agencies today? This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. The big just keep getting bigger, and you and your business continue to get passed around until you become a dreaded house account. You have been consolidated. All of this was done to you without your control. Get options and take control of your company's insurance program. Have the Canopy Group help you gain a commercial insurance strategy that makes your business more attractive to the insurance industry. The more insurance companies that we can get interested in your business, the more competitive your pricing will be. If your business is renewing in March, April, or May and is paying less than $80,000 in premium, don't accept being a house account. Get the attention you deserve with the Canopy Group. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, The Canopy Group. Towsley is inviting you to stop by on Saturday, May 18th for the annual open house with games and prizes, demo rides, food, and a whole lot more. It's going to be a great day for the family with fun for all ages. Towsley's proud to be the go-to motorsports shop in the greater White Bear Lake area, and they'd love to show you all of the exciting vehicles they have lined up for summer. Stop into Towsley Motorsports in White Bear Lake on Saturday, May 18th for the Texas Barbecue and get great deals on great machines. Towsley Motorsports carries a vast selection of new and pre-owned ATVs, side-by-side snowmobiles, motorcycles, scooters, and personal watercraft. Justice and the Souteray. Patrick will be joining us in a bit because you will. How long have I been doing this? You'd think by now a guy would remember to turn on his microphone. Because I, I never. Not very positive, Joe. See, I never got to see you in the old studio, so I wondered did, did that ho- often happen with what regularity? What they do twice a year, Rook? Uh, he would. Um, be talking to a caller, and he would hang. He would turn off his microphone and leave the and leave on. the caller on. <laughs> but my but the- only about twice a year. And my theory with running the board is you can always get mad at me if your microphone slide pot is not up. Right. But you can never take back if we're casually having a conversation where there might be a slip. Of As the- right. I learned with our next guest being his producer. Uh, yes. Let's go to the academy. Trust but verify. 
In our era of safe spaces on college campuses, students have been treated to a bevy of coddling to help soothe their stressed-out psyche, such Mm -hmm. as eliminating anxiety-inducing book fines, right? Schools have uh, drafted real well there's we have cry closets and uh we have we can let students choose their own grades we have play-doh therapy (laughs) uh we have the cry closet we have stuffed animals to hold and and cuddle yeah and now uh, schools have drafting or have been drafting real life animals such as therapy dogs uh for students and therapy llamas Right? Nice. Right? The therapy lab is very calming. Right. Yeah. And, and now, and now we're learning that uh, uh, State University of New York at Plattsburgh is bringing in therapy donkeys. They're bringing in the therapy Wait donkeys. Wait a minute. Donkeys don't behave. I mean, they're bringing in the donkeys for a wellness fair to help students ahead of finals week. These animals work miracles. Ken Besaw of Therapets told WCAX TV, "They do." True, they do truly miracle work, and they make you feel better if you feel bad. So I, I think that's great. I think the kids. <laughs> I think the kids. Uh, it's tough to take a test in college, and uh, you know the crying room might be booked, the nap room might be booked, and the stuffed animals have all been taken. But there's always you, now they have the donkeys. You can go we out beat and, them like uh, rented meals. That's <laughs> right. So you have uh, you have donkeys now to go out, and and the donkeys will. Uh, uh, pet you, or you pet the donkey. However, it works. Sure. I don't know. I've never had a therapy animal. I think you pet the donkey. Yeah, I don't think the donkey right. pets you. Right. No, the donkey doesn't pet you. Unless right. you pay extra. Hey, oh. now, would you like to pet the donkey? Mother's Day, <laughs> twenty nineteen. Joe, with Mother's Day almost upon us, we recognize wonderful mothers everywhere. Here's an exceptional one. I'm a volunteer pilot for the Veterans Airlift Command, a locally based national volunteer organization that airlifts wounded and injured U.S. military personnel, both active and retired. Pictured above is one of our former U.S. military that I have had the privilege to transport for medical treatment. Danielle F., U.S. Army, retired, last name held, uh, last name withheld for security purposes. In 2006, while serving in Iraq, Danielle suffered a significant injury to her spinal cord at the base of her skull. Hmm. Several months into her recovery, she began experiencing seizures, and her doctors discovered an inoperable tumor at her injury site embedded in her spinal cord. It's Additionally, pop- she was informed that she and her husband were pregnant. It mm. was recommended that she undergo surgery, radiation therapy, and that additionally, she should terminate her pregnancy due to prescribed chemotherapy. When Danielle asked her doctors what her prognosis was if she chose to delay chemo until the baby was delivered, the answer was short and frank. You'll be signing your own death warrant, two years at most. Despite their admonition, Danielle reflected for a few days, then told her doctors, this baby is coming. Today, Danielle's daughter, Lillian, is an excitable, joyous 13-year-old. Danielle is still with us, enduring significant medical issues, but has never stopped moving forward. Post-military, she went back to school and is now a surgical RN. While the doctors don't predict a lifespan for her that includes the 80s, her biannual trips to Mayo continue to prove them a bit short-sighted. Even though she's only 5'3", she musters on virtually indefatigable 
indefatigable, everyone's kind of hero. I have the honor of airlifting Danielle and a host of other courageous veterans to hospitals, homes, and into the arms of their loved ones. These are the men and women who have given so much so we can continue to sleep in freedom. We owe them a great deal. Chad Crow Woodbury, garage logician and member of the Royal Order of 21sters, Mission Combat Pilot, I'm sorry, Mission Command Pilot, Veterans Airlift Command, St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Please give him a sounder of renown. And her, and Danielle, and Danielle. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Take that, wow. you commie Marxist socialist <laughs> fruitcakes who want to kill babies. Oh, Garage Logic, a uh, normal day in GL, huh? <laughs> who are we mad at? Look today? who just wandered in. We'll be right back with Patrick James Stephen Royce. How's your pool doing? Uh, the pool is uh, off to a slow start. We had to change the motor. All right. But you have uh, never had a weed problem at the pool, but I know you have relatives. You've gone to their lake place, and mm-hmm. they might have had a, a weed problem. You but, should kill all weeds. Okay. That's my theory. How right. do you do that? Aquacide. <laughs> Aquacide kills all weeds. You spray those pellets around the beach. The kids aren't going to be screaming about getting tangled up in weeds. They've been keeping lake shores free of weeds for more than 60 years. These Aquacide products are easy to use, they work right away, and they're registered with both the EPA and DNR. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it because I'm pro-lake. These products are completely safe for your family. Don't let weeds overtake your pond this summer or your lake. Sure, call Aquacide today. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure you uh, make sure your place looks good all season long. And the season's still upon us. hasn't arrived yet. You have time to get going and make that beach weed-free with Aquacide. Call them at 1-800-328-9350, one 9350 or go to Aquacide.com. They've been killing lake weeds for more than 60 years. Would that have helped, though, Pat? With the lawnmower going into the pool, could you have eliminated uh, the grass with Aquacide? We'll get the grease out of the uh, pool when the, uh, the oil, when the thing goes out. You mentioned opening the pool. We've opened the pool. They kicked the motor on, and uh, the motor sounded like Russian jet fighters were attacking <laughs> Golden Valley. So basically, after two days with the neighbors within four blocks being unable to sleep, I figured we got an issue here. And, uh, that sounds like that in. motor might have had a bad bearing. They came and, well, the, it's the same, you know, the, it was doing the same thing, this model, whatever it was. We got a new model motor and it's fine. All right. But then, B. Now, here we go. The wife ordered chlorine. Mm-hmm. A big, you know, 50 pounds of chlorine that. so we don't, you know. Tub of it. You get a tub of it. I can't open it. Well, the oh old one well, used to You can't have, open anything. Well. No, this one, the old one I had because it I had, had some kind scissors. Of a, you could force this lever open and then you could spin it oh, around. Okay, yeah. Yeah. This thing's got a like a red bar on it and I just sit there and squeeze it and push it and pull it and <laughs> nothing happens. But it walks away for nothing 20 minutes. Happens. 
I'm going to have to use an axe. <laughs> I, knew, I knew a hatchet was in here somewhere. Well, the neighbors, the, neighbors the neighbor with the hatchet moved, so I don't know if the new neighbor's got a hatchet or not. Uh, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> but let me ask you this. When you first, let's go back to the motor. When you first turned it on and it. I didn't turn it on. The uh, guys who opened the pool turned it on. Okay, but what, as soon as you heard the clunkety clunk, cling clang, did no, you I walk was, over to it? That's a bearing, uh, Pat. That would be a, that would be a bearing. Did you attempt to look at it, it or do them. anything? Like uh, I swore at it. What is wrong with you? Yes. You. As, yes, basically. I, Got it. I cussed it out. Did you have to make the phone call and describe the sound? I just texted him and I said, okay. the motor is just as bad as it was a year ago when you put this other one in. So you want some? We got new, he said he'd been having troubles with them and they got new. They got a new brand of new motor. New system, the latest. Uh, mm-hmm. Do uh, In addition to their record being the best in all of baseball, you want some additional uh, positive Twins news? Yes, let's hear it. Five buck tickets for home games in May. That's not positive. That's an embarrassment. <laughs> That's an embarrassment. For a first place you, team, you have to Try give to do away a big Thursday. You have to give away big league tickets for five bucks, so well, somebody might come in and buy an eleven dollar beer. You don't I, get a seat. You get you just get in the well, ballpark. Well, yeah, but they gave seats. Uh, trying to be when they sold right. them out. When they sold twenty thousand of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, well, uh, never mind then. Well, I, I mean, it's fine yeah. I, if that's what they want to do, but uh, it's uh, you know you. Do you know the Timberwolves tried this seven, eight years ago, and they devalued their their product to the point that, you know, I, I don't think price is the price for tickets. Because you could go to StubHub and hit the, right. sit in a better seat for eight right. bucks mm-hmm. for the last several years. I don't think I think the price of beer keeps people away. The price of concessions keeps people away. Parking. By the way, they raised the ramps next mm-hmm. uh, the, the the A and B ramp. Yeah, to fifteen bucks this year. They were thirteen, and they're only ten for the Timberwolves. And the Minneapolis city is an investor in the Timberwolf in the Target Field. Yeah, they're charging ten bucks. The Twins they they spent nothing Minneapolis on this deal. It was all head up in county, and. They're charging fifteen to park at Twins games. I don't understand. I don't either. Anyway. Oh. But that is what you're right. That's but, keeping uh, people that's away not more positive. than positive. I'll, I'll tell you what, Joe. You send a mediocre pitcher out there, and this lineup is going to knock the bejeebers it's, out. Of it's them. just incredible. Oh. This is uh, is this as good a start as you can remember? I think. I has, has anybody seen it? I don't know if they've ever been. Uh, uh, are they eleven games over five hundred? Boy, right? I don't know if I want to admit 12. this. I don't know if I want to admit this, but I got a really dumb math question. Ooh. I'm ready. Uh-oh. If you win twenty and lose twenty, yes. you're playing five hundred baseball. Yes. Well, if you, why are they only at a, a six forty seven winning percentage when they're twelve, thirteen games over five hundred? They're eleven games over five. Eleven games over five hundred. What? In other words, if you're only if yeah, you're five hundred, old argument that. If they'd won five more games, if they're ten and twenty, you say they're ten games under five hundred. Right. But if they'd won five more games, so there's morons out there who are trying to say you're only five games under five hundred. How many games do you have to win in a row to get to, to, to five hundred? Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Or how many do you have to lose in a row 
to get to 500. It's that simple, you pinheads who get into this argument yes, still every time it happens. <laughs> Yes, I'm trying to instruct more. I understand. Yeah, that's, that's positive. Yes, that's positive. positive. No, this is very positive. I mean, it's uh, they're doing some things. I gotta say, the young geniuses. You know, this Martin Perez is an invention of their an, these young pitching analytics. We have a guys. very awkward seeing each other situation yeah, so here in the, peak in right the podcast there. studio. I can kind of see yeah. you. I feel like the Germans waiting waiting at Omaha Beach here for the, uh, for the fellas here. But not quite as threatening, right. but, uh, but anyway, yes, yeah, it is. I'm not saying it's it's the equivalent. I'm just saying the uh, view is uh, similar. That's all. That's Pol- all Polanco has been amazing. Oh yeah, five just amazing. Five just amazing. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's the first one since Joe. Was it Joe or Span? Again, five and two straight games. Yeah. Maybe five Span did. Yeah. They might you finally know who catch never up. Never did it, Sir Rodney Carew. Huh. He really, really did. Never really. had five hits in back-to-back games. Really. Nope. You know they're going to catch a break too. The weather's finally going to turn for the better tomorrow. Yes, but then Saturday there's a sixty percent chance of rain, and they got to play a double header. Oh, that's right. right. They so they better get Saturday. at least one of them in. Who's coming to town? Detroit. Or the Tigers. Guardy's coming to town. Guardy's coming, coming to town. coming to town. And they uh, they have not told us who's pitching either of the game. Although Big Fat Pineda might have to pitch one of them. <laughs> He's out of shape. Did uh, Pat uh, Joe was stumped for the I first know, time? I know out of shape. He's out. Of He's shape. out of shape. <laughs> Joe was stumped for the first time on Positive Thursday when uh, I brought up the story of the Twins having the new nap room at Target Field for the players. Yep. See, they on Positive oh. Thursday they try to they they challenge me by finding something that I'm going to try to make positive, well, now, I and think, I finally got defeated with a nap room. I, I can't think make it that comes positive. From Nelson Cruz, though Nelson Cruz yep. no, tradition has been. To take a nap in yeah. the middle of the afternoon. I, well, I disapprove. Be, uh, before, between early BP and late BP. But he did it on a couch or in a corner or something. He didn't need a room, but he's done it for many, many years. Yeah. Now they've got a calming music. Oh, and yes, mist and, uh, Oh, oh this, is, this is not... What's this, interesting... What the hell is going on? What is interesting about this is this team worked less hard... In spring training than any team I've ever seen. Really? And with the Twins. They did less meaning, stuff. Meaning what? It was all drills and... Drills, infield, you know, pitchers, uh, PFT, you know, pitchers, infield, mm-hmm. uh, practice where you cover, you know, every so, day you okay, do yeah. 20 minutes of covering first base. Well, because it became uh, Rocco yeah, I going... they might have done it once. He's like, that's yeah, no, new, let's all, head out. It's all about rest and recovery now. It's They wanted fresh bodies. Uh, they encouraged... If you wanted to show up at 6 a.m. and pump weights and like Chili Davis used to get do, get in the middle of that rowing machine with, with the arms. It looks like you're rowing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're like playing charades. It's a right. cycle. It's the huge yes, cycle. One word. Yeah. Sounds like. <laughs> huge cycle. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get in the clubhouse. Uh, you couldn't get in. It's called an exercise bike. They it's called yeah, making cotton it's called. candy. Wait yeah. a minute. No, that's not it. <laughs> It's not like the one I had downstairs. Yeah. I had the one that uh, goes like this. Right. Uh, now, he's making a circular well, motion in a, you know, uh, like the, a wheel. Uh, treadmill. Yes. Treadmill. Treadmill. Boy, was that good for putting boxes on it. Yeah. And if you wanted to hang a shirt there. Right you know, there if you iron it. That you'd been outside and the coat had gotten a little moist yeah, that's and it. wet. That's you right. You dry it out Boom. and put it on a hand. Multi-purpose. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you didn't that, even have to plug it in for that, no, did you? No. It was, uh, it was, yeah, you didn't have to use any electricity. There's no outlet in this room. <laughs> right. doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. doesn't matter because 
you know, if you're you're worried that maybe the sump pump won't work and the bo- some very valuable box might get wet, you could just put it right, put it right on the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Right. Joe, it was great. where is Patrick? I have a cyber crush on that man's voice. Yeah, well, he's here. Well, sure. we were wondering aloud, Pat, if the if the nap room was available to the press or is it just players only? Uh, I, I don't believe we're, we're invited, though. Okay. I'll tell you what, though. I, hey, I went Sid, to the uh, dentist. Sid, Sid you got to move over. i got to take a nap next to you. Yeah. Wait, you're not wearing Nelson, jammies. move over. We don't have room for Panetta. <laughs> you go in there and spoon with him. we got ten minutes, then Lavelli Neal the third is going to come out. He's really tired. So guess what I get to do next month for the first time in my life? Oh my go God. water skiing. Have the oh. uh, root canal. Oh, oh really? never had one. I never had either. Seventy-three years old. Yeah. I guess we should experience all things in life. Uh, uh, it's the only bad I bet thing. They is, got it down to a science. No, you still they get closer to that nerve, and you go, "Wow!" The option oh my was God. to just pull it, but it's a molar, and if you're a carnivora, you know, and eat meal, yeah. Yeah. and eat meat, That's you gotta right. have that thing. You, How do. Well you gotta it. tear it out there. You need it for masticulating. Yes, for, right. Is that do. the word? Yeah, whatever the hell's but the it's, word. But on the, on the positive side, since it's positive Thursday, sure. with the grandkids, they love that. You're, hey, look at me! And you pull out, your tooth is gone, and they get a kick out of that. Uh, I don't know. I skipped the dentist for about ten years, and I, a couple years ago, I said, ah, I think I'll go Get a little checkup, and I haven't gotten out of the chair since. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. know what? The drill. I can. I don't mind what the drill is doing to the tooth. Mm. The sound drives yeah. me oh, yeah. nuts. Right? Can't they give you the the noise free? I suppose they could, but uh, but you still the, know uh, what's going on. You can go get the sedation dentistry, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up and everything's you know. Hey, thanks. Uh, everything's all done. Have you ever taken the gas? No, I've never. I've never done, done that. Either. Never done that either. Of course, I grew up with my uh, uncle Doc, the famous Doc Curley from uh, Doc out here Curley. in Mendota Heights. Yeah, uh, and he was like uh, the guy in Marathon Man. Man, oh uh, yeah, who was uh, the Lawrence Olivier Lawrence in Marathon Olivier. Man? He believed in torture. Yeah, so uh, I, <laughs> it know, was like is, they do a much better job with pain management than Doc did. Who was Kevin? What was Kevin Spacey in when he was the? Uh, he was the bad dentist, and he was just... <laughs> just that gesture you just made. <laughs> why, aren't you, why aren't you working on my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's career is kind of taking a hit. Well, I think so. that, that'll happen yeah. when yeah. you're uh, wrapped mm-hmm. up in what he's... The hockey playoffs aren't doing anything for you, are they? Uh, yeah, I think it's fun that you got Charlie and Nino playing against each other, and... Uh, I'd like to see, the, you know, the Blues have not been back since 1970 to the finals. Isn't that something? The first three years of the expansion division, they had that team. Right. They had a team from the West, the expansion division, go to the Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. And it was the Blues all three years, and they went 0-12. And they haven't been playing against the original six. The, the Blues have never won a cup. No, they haven't been no. back to the finals right. since those first three years when they went 0-12. And didn't they have, it was February something, they were the worst, they had the worst record in the league. Yes. It was Maybe it was January, I can't recall, but that's they, that's astounding. They fired Yosey and they gave the credit to Yosey, but the prop, the forgetting mm-hmm. the change, but the... They they called up this Bennington and he started stopping pucks. Their goaltending was horrible. Mm-hmm. Hot that, goaltender. 
Hot That's goaltender, right? right? right. <laughs> the key to success Why in hockey. Why do you think, you know, we would have never heard of Herbie Brooks if it right. wasn't for a hot goalie. <laughs> Jim Craig never would have worn that flag that no, he wore after yeah. that game. It just shows you, though, how tough it is to score, especially oh, in a playoff it's, game. Now it's terrible. It's just amazingly it's difficult. I saw it the other day where they were in overtime. I was watching San Jose and whoever the hell it was. and Be Colorado. It was like. You had to shoot through nine bodies. And they're all big try. bodies. Yeah, they're all, I mean, they're just, when 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 you look as though you're going to threaten, everybody goes and runs in front of the net and stands there, and you can't, how are you going to get the puck right. to the net? Bring back four foot eight, 210-pound gump who Dump took up one-third of the net. Right. <laughs> You'd come down, you had a building to shoot at. You know? Right. <laughs> now you got like one inch. It's incredible anybody ever scores a goal. Well, it's been, I think they've been fun. A lot of seven gamers. and it's Are been, people it's watching? Been Are the ratings I, up? I doubt it. I have no idea. Because no the idea. NBC product is great. Mm-hmm. The, their production of the hockey playoffs is fantastic. Yeah, Doc's starting to get my nerves. Oh, God. Doc's being Doc. Doc's becoming a parody of Doc. I'm going to give you a Docism right now. It's like, like you know, I know you're listening in. You want a Docism, so I'm going to give you a Doc right here. You know what? It's kind of like when Mike Lang stole from you, right? We beat him like uh, rented mules, huh? Shoots and scores! Ronnie Francis beats goaltender Hasek like a rented mule. Actually, actually, he stole that from everybody who ever grew up in Fulda, Minnesota in the 1950s. Uh, that was, uh, was there a was rented mule store? I don't Did know. you walk up and that say? That was before my time. I didn't see. Uh, we didn't have mules walking down the street. I don't got the mule. The, I don't got the money to buy a mule. I'll just rent one. Can you <laughs> tell us uh, why you are in the building today? I am uh, going to be partnered with Julia on the Lori and Julia show. My third appearance as guest co-host, wow. and they love me. Here's what you're they in for. They love me. Here's well, what you you're know in your, for. You know your celebrities. Oh, I do. Yeah. I just farted. Oh, my, oh my God. God, help me. Well, there'll be plenty yeah. of uh, royal baby talk. I mean, there's all sorts. What did we name the kid? Ar- Archie. 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 Ar- that's a damn fine name. Jughead was taken. Okay. <laughs> but the Boy, weird thing is. For sake, kids, he gets Megan's jeans instead of some bald Homely German yeah. from, you know, God, that's an ugly family. Yeah. <laughs> the Queen's by Queen's still better looking than any of them. You got a topic. You got a topic. That's right. Yeah, you can tell Julie how ugly that family is. I am is. going to explain. You're not a Game of Thrones, or obviously. Nope. Oh, yeah, right here. Yep. I'm going to explain to her why it's okay for Danny to be having relations with her nephew. Okay. I, what, I time, gotcha. what time will that be? I, gotcha. I, yes. I want to hear that. I no, want to hear that. I have a theory as to why it's permit, permissible. Okay. Oh okay. Is All that right. show over yet? No, this is the uh, middle of the final three season. Three more weeks. Oh. Three more weeks. Yeah. That's, That's it. pretty darn good. There's only three more? What's the yeah. premise, very briefly? <laughs> there is oh, it's medieval people yeah, fighting well, each yeah, other? Yeah, supposedly medieval. It, the hygiene would indicate that it's medieval, yeah. yes. Because they, uh, <laughs> yes. they throw slop out in the right. boat, you know, and if it rains all over and the they place. have all sorts of long cloaks, why wouldn't you? I'm wearing shorts today because I don't want this thing to get muddy. I'm having a hard time with the guy who was... Who was uh, having babies with his sister? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He's coming back, and now he's got the 
lust for this big homely yes. warrior blonde. Yep. Where yep. did that come from? Uh, I think uh, I, I, I lose this. We, this is a sports, you know what it is? Sports segment. <laughs> it's options, Pat. It's options. <laughs> yeah, but, well, that's true. You did, uh, and I don't watch the show, but I know enough about it. Uh, the, the the coffee cup controversy. Oh yeah, she yeah. So, she Starbucks, had a Starbucks cup. cup. Yeah. But no, it turns out that it wasn't a Starbucks cup. It was some. Whatever, whatever city that they record in, it was some local oh, wow. coffee shop that's saying, "Hey, it they, was our cup." They took it out of everything. Yeah, you know? they they zapped it out of there. So See, it's funny though. You got how can people watch that? Oh, you know who are the producers and stuff, and nobody noticed the it. parody though. The parody photos on Twitter were astounding. <laughs> you know, they had you know like a, a lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. It was pretty funny. I'll tell you who's going to win, though. Danny. And you know why? Why is that? Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> winner! We got another winner. Oh, my God. I know you're my sister, but. Undefeated. That's right. Can Not we get back to the twins? Niece. Can we get back to the yes. twins? We're what already it? gone over, so. What? Your time slot. There's here. no. Uh, there's no time. That's in the, the beauty of podcast, okay. baby. Yes. When is it going to be okay to be terribly optimistic? Right now. Right now. No. Yep. Tom, Tom Kelly used to say you'd lull by Memorial Day. Let me do the. The Twins got nine last night, and the Cleveland got five. Right. Yes. So they have played the same number of games, Joe. Mm-hmm. The Twins have 186 runs, and Cleveland's got 122. And they don't have Kluber. And they don't have Kluber. And, and they the, don't have Clevenger, another one of their starters. They're missing two of their starters, and they can't score runs. And if they get far enough behind here, they're going to start selling yep. off pieces. Because fact, they're an old aging In fact, if club. the Twinks want to do more than win the Central, they should get Bauer. I agree with that. Take the big fat third baseman when he shows up and trade him to Cleveland for was the uh, curse, Trevor Bauer. Was the curse of Yankee Stadium defeated with just the one victory? No, no, I don't think so either. But, the, but as long the the curse of Yankee Stadiums on the Yankees right now because they got about one third of their team, and that's why the curse wasn't lifted. <laughs> right, that's they a team the Twins twin should have played yeah. the B squad. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I think no, I'm with Pat. It's time to be excited. Okay, now, so folks. it's for real. This I is told real. you, Gardy won two out of three there. Yep, with Detroit at the early April. So I texted him and I said. <laughs> Uh, same old Guardy man. He's got the magic going in Yankee Stadium. And about an hour later, I get, you're really gotten funny as an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Guardy had a health scare the other day. Yeah. He had a yeah, reaction, an yeah. allergic reaction to something. Oh, yes, had, to, had to leave the game. Really? But he's fine. Yes, Apparently yes, he's he fine. Well, he'll be here this week. He's probably here already to uh, bet, stay yeah. in one of his houses that he gives to one of his. He's got, he owns two homes. He collects no rent from either of them because his daughter lives in the one here and his son, who's managing Fort Myers, lives in the one in Fort Myers. <laughs> A couple of years ago, he was when he was coaching for Arizona, he was... His son was in a free house, his daughter was in a free house, and he was paying rent to Morneau for his condo down in Arizona. <laughs> Does he still have the RV? Does the RV in the yeah, offseason? Yeah, they still have it. Okay. What's Molitor up to? He's really disappeared from the landscape, hasn't he? He, he was like at the season opener. No, it was, uh, he had the greatest quote in spring training. He was down there with his, his son. son. Yeah, 12-year-old son. And they were, you know, I forget who asked him, whether it was Lavelle or your paper, whoever, <laughs> maybe it might have even been you, but he said... Uh, Somebody said, you know, how's it going? Because, you know, it didn't stop snowing. He goes, 
I really picked a bad year to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing is he's he knows that they don't want him around. I mean, they offered him a job. Right. They, they don't have any interest. This operation has no interest in what he wants, what he has to say or his opinion or wow. anything. Yeah. So, which is fine. You know they're they're doing pretty damn well, so who hey, can complain? Back to Guardy. Did he next time you text him, find out if he ever fixed his bathroom? Because remember, he was always looking for some bathroom call. Does Guardy smoke cigars? Do you know? Uh, TK does. TK does. Well, here you got to get to a place called Sodi Cigar oh, okay. and Pipe yeah, Store. Brand new uh, 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 client of, uh, of ours. These are two guys who have opened a cigar store out in Stillwater. You're driving east on 36, you take a right at the last light before you cross the river, and you're at Sodi Cigar and Pipe Store. They've got it all. How but do here, we spell Sodi? Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a takeoff of the guy's name, S-O-D-I-E, apostrophe okay, S. And, uh, but here's what they did, Pat. They came to this from other, from other uh, jobs and careers, and they really thought this out before they did it. They built a smoking lounge that is separate from the cigar store itself. So when you go in there to buy cigars that take to Guardi over the weekend, you're not going to get you're not going to have to run to the dry cleaners. And then in the smoking lounge, they've created this state of the art high tech ventilation mm-hmm. system. So as great as cigars are, you don't want to walk in and buy your cigars overwhelmed by a haze of blue smoke, but they'll help you with sodies. It's just fantastic. Get your pipe tobacco there, cutters, lighters, all your accessories. These guys know their stuff. These are top drawer cigars. I'm talking about Scott and Luke. And uh, they have a knowledge and passion for cigars. And uh, along with the grilling season, the cigar season upon us. By to take the way, to the uh, golf course or fishing openers this weekend. You should load up at Sodi's before you go up north. And Kenny relieved you of the box that was back here. He did. He, he did take it. He took those. He I was going to bring those to Grunhoffers. Yeah, we we Such, I'm taking these with me. Oh. I was going to bring them to Grunhoffers and pass them out. Pass them out. One more thing. Yes. I'm not done with Sodi's yet. Oh, okay. I want. Well, no wonder you're doing so good. You give them nine minute ads. <laughs> You're it's like, like Rook. Rook doing a Tanucci. At least there's no clock right. now. Like <laughs> well, go He's to Sodi. Still Sody. talking about Tanucci's, and we haven't had them for seven years. SodiCigar.com. Uh, it's an enjoyable, enjoyable store. Their grand openings today, ribbon cutting today, but it's been a grand opening week at Sodi's nice. in Stillwater. All right, one last thing. The DA and I are going to Montreal next week oh, for a vacation. Oh, really? I'll go try to find a statue of the rocket and oh. send you a Oh, you got to send uh, me a picture. There's got to be a statue of the rocket someplace, doesn't there? Is the old building still there? No, I think they got a little wall or something. Okay. But, they're, but I think, you got to say, Où est le sculpture de Monsieur Richard? But I think, think Molson Center's on the same St. Catherine Street. I think it's on the same street. As the forum was. Hmm. Well, I'm looking. You know, somehow with the baseball and with the North Stars, I never, I, I've never been there. So I'm looking forward. Oh, You've I'm never been to Montreal. Never you're going to love Montreal. And as long as you're that close, get to Quebec on I'm the same trip. There. We're going there for two days too. Uh, you, you know, when I become commissioner of Major League Baseball, that's my first. I told Pat this a couple of years ago. Tampa Bay. I'm moving Tampa Bay Tampa to Montreal Bay, two nights ago. Best team in baseball, opening a homestand, eight thousand. That's that's wow. Ridiculous. Get him to Montreal. It yep. is one of the worst. It, it made the dome look like Yankee Stadium, oh, the does. Metrodome. It, it, Tropicana Field is is. And terrible. to think the Tampa Bay Lightning played hockey in there. Oh, that's right. Plus, the audience they have there in St. Pete would complain about $5 tickets. So that's another problem. <laughs> They're a little cheap down there. Can they leave? Positive Thursday. Can yeah, they right. leave town? Can they leave? What's the no, lease situation? the guy, when they moved there, that Vince Namoli signed a 30-year 
ironclad oh. lease, so they're stuck there till 2026. Really? But I think Major League Baseball, all the teams should get together and say, here's buy out the lease. Here's fifty million dollars. Yep. yep. You know, we're all throwing in two million. There's fifty eight million dollars. Let them get out of. They town. could stay in the American League East, yes. playing in Montreal. It yep. makes too much. Well, sense. What makes you Montreal failed as a baseball but city? They, uh, they're enthused for it now. Oh, so. okay. But, or anybody. Portland wants. Well, remember the the design that they had before the Expos moved. They were going to build a stadium downtown. It was gorgeous. Oh, it was a great franchise when Bratman owned it, the Seagrams guy, and then a bunch of guys with no money bought it, and the new math came into mm-hmm. baseball. And then '94, they had the best team in baseball, and the, the strike, strike came, and yep. they sold everybody. And Joe, way to stand up. You, you remember American the name values. of the park? Jari, the first one was Jari Park. Jari Park. Jari, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Jari D. Park. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't That's a where dome. Mock managed. It wasn't a dome stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 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 Mock managed in Jari Park. Yeah. Jari Park. Mm-hmm. They used to have like seven beat writers, and I think only one of them was in English, like six papers. And wow. Uh, six newspapers, and the French guys, when Buck Rogers, Bob Rogers right. was manager, right. he's a friend of mine, and he used to tell me, he says, Yeah, all the French guys come up and say, Buck. We got nothing. We need something, Buck. We got nothing. <laughs> Buck would say, oh, well, there's this. He says, that's horse bleep, Buck. We don't want that. We need something better than that, Buck. <laughs> they were very frontal in their requests, I guess. Mock's the one that made you interview him through the screen door, right? Yes. Because yep. Yep. <laughs> I had the flu. I love the man dearly. I did, too. But there's one guy in the world that Gene cared about. Yep. It was Gene. He had a little, he had a little of the Jesse Ventura he had problem. He a little of the Sid. Anyway. If you were on a desert a island and there was one chicken leg, you weren't getting any. No. no, that's true. But I loved him. Oh, man, he was great. Say, let's uh, thank you, Pat. Let's come back and uh, make sure we've got all our uh, ducks in a row when it comes to Grunhoffers tomorrow. No, stop. We got to set it up, Brooks. Okay. Stop, because we promised we're going into the archives once a week. And last week we did Hollywood Squares, and I got honking pretty good. My laugh is a, a terrible honk when I get wound up. And we thought that was the honking record, but you're you're uh, ins- you're insisting that it was on this occasion that the honking record might have been established. And this was when you said into my headphones one day. Turn your TV in your studio to Channel 9 or whatever channel. Was it Maury? Uh, I think it was Maury. And for some reason that day, his guests were these mothers bringing out these enormous babies. These were infants, but they were, you know, they were the size of Patrick. They were, yeah, they were huge. All right, so that's why you're hearing this as it begins. All right, here we go. Fifteen. Oh my God! <laughs> I stopped counting. <laughs> In my headphones, he says. I'm sorry. He's, look at this guy. 
<laughs> in my headphones, he said to me, turn to channel 11. I Whatever haven't clicked it, it off Mori yet. Povich, they're, what are they? I don't know. Are they babies? <laughs> they're babies that weigh about 500 pounds. And they're, but they're walking around in their diapers, but they're bigger than adults. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God! I'm sorry, but I knew you would react that oh, way, and oh, you know, I just had just to. Terrible! Now I'm going back to my weather map. Oh my God! They're <laughs> 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 off now. They're no longer on. Okay. So stay here, God, people. Right you know, here. Don't you know? I won't. We're I'm trying to do off. a radio show, and you're telling <laughs> people to turn it off it's right oxymoronic. Now. I'm back to the weather map. I have the weather. All, Channel 13. Oh, I've got uh, the weather. Me too, and all weather has moved east oh. to our neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to check it during the break. No, no, no I'm not. God. Just, i got to take, take a break. Yeah. So you don't forget Mother's Day, Sunday. RF Molar's your headquarters. They'll take care of you. Diamonds, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, watches, beautiful, beautiful stuff at the three stores, Ford in Cleveland, St. Paul, 50th in France in Edina. Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis or rfmolar.com. I counted 32. Really? 32. 32. I don't think I have 32 in me anymore. Huh? Man alive. Say, let's run through the itinerary one more time okay. for, uh, we're live at Grunhofer's tomorrow. That's not an opener. Oh, wait, I'm going to kill the music here. Hang on a It's second. not an opener, but it will become one if, if in the unlikely event it becomes 70 while we're podcasting. But it's not an opener. It's just a fun appearance at Grunhofer's in Hugo. We'll be there noon till 2 tomorrow. Grunhofer's is uh, 15449 Forest Boulevard in Hugo. Now, you listen. don't need that. It's just on Highway 61 on the north end of Hugo on the east side of 61. You ain't going to miss it, but you won't miss the church first. Yeah. Listeners are being asked to park at the Church of St. Genevieve and ride the free shuttle. It's just under a mile up to Grunhofer's. The church's address is 14363 Forest Boulevard, which is also Highway 61 in Hugo. The shuttle will run tomorrow from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. It's free. There is no charge for that shuttle. It'll pick you up. It'll drop you off right at your vehicle. Uh, there's going to be porta potties on site. Uh, Spencer rented bleachers for people to sit in and watch the show. Listeners can still bring their own chairs. That's completely fine. We have a lot of giveaways th- that day. We have a $50 gift card to Grunhoffers, a $75 gift card to the Minnesotan, $250 in gift cards to both Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores and RF Moeller Jeweler. We also have two pair of tickets Jeez. for the Twins game to give away and two fantastic items from our friends at BTS Sports Auctions. Big time sports auctions. That we'll be doing. Uh, we're going to be sampling uh, a, a bunch of varieties of different brats. The Rookie Burger will be there. They'll have food trucks on site. And we haven't even mentioned this yet today. They got a liquor license for tomorrow. They're going to be selling beer to Isn't people. That something I can't wait. I, I'm and the, the weather's supposed to be nice. I know it's not going to get to seventy, but it's going to be in the low sixties with sunshine. Yeah. Sign me up. All a right. perfect Friday afternoon. Yeah, it'll be good. Wow. It, it's a scramble Friday. And our hundred a hundred dollars to EcoFund. I forgot EcoFund's also throwing in a hundred bucks. They're right to down give away. the street from. Uh, they're right up the street in uh, in Forest Lake from Grunhoff. And he's bringing over a couple of bikes. Oh, maybe my Bentelli e bike. We'll have to assist that I the mayor. have to get on. <laughs> yeah. So come on out. We can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Oh, that's the Garage Logic <laughs> Facebook page is when you can find out all that information. Reeves, correct? 
Yes. Okay. All right. Excellent. Say, if you would like to see some other items of Garage Logic nature, go to our website, garagelogic.com. Please rate us on Apple iTunes. We'd like to hear your feedback. In fact, we thrive on that because as we form this podcast, we'd like to get your feedback and input. Garagelogic.com. Rate us on Apple iTunes. And if you'd like to be like Spencer Grenhofer and you would like to sponsor Garage Logic, get in touch with us. Better yet, come on out tomorrow and let's chat. Garage Logic podcast version. We'll see you tomorrow. 